Here's some really good news that by the end of today's episode, we are going to take some of the worst things that ever happened to you, right? And we're going to reframe those things. And then hopefully by the end of this episode, you're going to feel really good. That is my commitment to you. Not just my commitment, it's my therapist friend Leah's commitment, is our Mental Health Monday segment. And welcome to the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, hello. How are you? Welcome to this podcast. Today is uh, this is a daily podcast we do, by the way. It's uh, the 23rd of January. It's a show that has three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay. In my 14 and a half years as a dog owner, I don't think I've ever experienced anything nastier. And I would actually challenge anyone listening that you probably have never experienced anything nastier, nor the odds of this happening are so slim. I don't even know how this happened, but I challenge you to someone to try to beat the story when it comes to like gross pet incidences oh. this weekend. So I, in case you don't know, I've got a 14 year old 14 and a half year old Chihuahua. Her name is Kiki and she is very 14 and a half. She is very, uh, every day of it, every last second of, she is just really pushing that senior dog status of hers. <laughs> so, you know, one thing that we deal with is that she has to poop and pee a lot and she's on, uh, f- well now she's on six medications. We'll talk more about that later on this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's on six medications for her heart, which then make her pee more. So, we're just, uh, we're just, we're going through it. And then for some reason, she thinks she can just poop wherever she wants to. She doesn't like to go outside, especially when it's cold. It's, we're struggling when it comes to the, uh, the bathroom issue in this house and have been for quite some time. So my day literally consists of, I mean, I know like, and it's honestly, it's so much now that I don't even like really do it more than once a day. Like I'll clean the pee up when I see it, but if it's a poop, I'm, like, I'm only cleaning up poop one time a day and that's oh, it. Oh my really clean up poop all day, every day, mm-hmm. every second of every day. So I literally am like, if I see poop in the, like when I come home from work, I'm like, you know what? I'll pick that up when I, when in the evening, when I do my one poop pickup, that's all I'm doing. <laughs> all I'm dedicating my life to anymore. Okay. So, uh, uh, yesterday I was doing my poop pickup a little earlier than usual. I decided to do multiple, do multiple ones on the weekend. Cause I'm usually here more often. And, um, tell me the odds of this happening. <laughs> As I lean over to scoop her poop off the ground, my AirPod <gasps> falls out of my ear uh-uh. and lands right into her feces. Uh-uh. Oh. Oh. <sighs> Nasty. <laughs> and not even just to like where you're like, mm. I mean, y'all, it was like in it. Okay. <laughs> I've got I've got the AirPod Pros, and so for those that don't oh, know, gosh. I'll try to describe this to you. There's like, you know what like the AirPod outside looks like, but the inside of this one it has like a uh, like a rubber tip on the end of it, right, where it goes into your ear, it's supposed to fit your ear better, right? Mm-hmm. And um, somehow it like got <laughs> all inside of that, like literally, like like must have like fallen straight down into it. So now it's like inside this rubber tube. Well, the good news is, is that you you can take the tube out and clean it. The bad news is, is that you're not so, and it's on the inside, it's on the outside, it's literally all over my left AirPod. It's all over it. It's bad. Um, and so the only bad news is, is that you can't clean it 
with any kind of solution. Mm-mm. It said, I literally was looking up. I was like, do not clean with any type of soap, disinfectant spray. You can clean the outside with a disinfectant spray, like when it comes to the actual, like, but it's like, don't clean the actual tip with anything but water. <sighs> so now I'm, what I'm having with to do is. With anything but water? I mean, just mm-hmm. water. That's well, it. No. Anything but, it just, just don't clean it with anything but water. That's the only uh-huh. thing you can use on it. Anything but water. That's it. So now I'm over here. I want you to picture this for a second. I know this is like the worst story to start the week out with. <laughs> yes, and we and we should sadly you should have said before you started if you're eating. Yeah, then you might want to just skip this for. This a while. is sadly the highest part of my weekend. Just <laughs> <laughs> the best story I got, y'all. So <laughs> oh, trust me, I'm, I'm leading with some bangers today. Um, oh. I I literally. Yeah, I had to get a Q-tip basically. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know what I did? I was like, I can't – I mean, what would you have done? It's like don't I, – I can't not clean it. I can't not put something in there. No. Like, no. I would never be able to wear these things again. Like mm-hmm. my body won't let that happen. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go ahead and use some Lysol to clean it out. Now, I don't know what it's going to do to it. I have no idea. Specifically, I said, do not do that. There's no way in the world that I am putting the poop ear, (laughs) the poop (laughs) air pod, the poop pod, air poop. I don't know what you want to call it. There's no way I'm putting it back in my ear unless I know it's been cleaned. Uh So that's that's the way we're starting this week, (laughs) y'all. And I'd like to know, honestly, has anybody ever dealt with something more disgusting than that? I can't think of one thing. Before that, I'd say like stepping in poop in the dark is always pretty bad. Oh. But um, yeah, we're uh, we're dealing with some senior dog status stuff over here. Jeez. For sure. Jeez. I bet no one's weekend was shittier than that. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about the podcast for a second. I spent a lot of time uh, this weekend kind of reflecting on my life as I have obviously, you know, I've been going through some shit and I want to be comfortable with the podcast being a place of healing for me. Um, and so with that said, I think that I think life's about to get kind of dark for a minute. I just have a feeling that I'm kind of entering to into another like dark night of the soul kind of situation, kind of like what we went through probably when a lot of you guys started talking to me in the first place, which was like my divorce. And what I I really am I'm struggling because I mean, honest to God, most of this weekend I went to lunch with a, with a coworker. Uh, I went to yoga. I tried to go to church, uh, this new spiritual church, but they were oddly closed, which I didn't think the churches did that. But yeah, they were closed. And other than that, I really have been like kind of delving into like the the issues that are at hand with me. And there's so many more. Like one day this will all make sense to you because I'll be able to explain everything and talk about it freely. And I'll feel really comfortable. Actually, like there's something about me that I'm really – looking forward to like delving into this because I'm really ready to like be free. Uh, part of me feels like I'm kind of like been genie in the lamp for the last couple of years. And there's just been so many assets, aspects of my life that 
haven't felt good and I'm ready to like break. I'm going to be spending time behind the scenes kind of breaking down some of the shit that I've been going through and like working through. And so my life's not going to be like super chipper here for a minute. And I mean, it might be, you know, we got, got a poop AirPod story up. I got another story about them literally in my 20 years of broadcasting. I've never been in a more awkward client call than I was on on Friday. Like I've never, like, you know, my social awkwardness already, this could not have gone any worse. Like it was just so uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. I like, so, so so things are happening that I'm going to be able right now. I'm in this very different mindset that I am already kind of apprehensive about because of the radio show and the radio show always needs a lot of like light and needs way more light than dark. Right. I would say Mm -hmm. it's 90% light Ten mm-hmm. percent dark at the max, mm-hmm. right? And what I'm worried about is that right now I'm not going to have a lot of uh, fluffy, feel-good, silly stories, and I just want to clear the air with that because I just don't feel good, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And while I don't want this to be a place of, oh, woe is me, because mm-hmm. I would hate to listen to a podcast like that all the time. <laughs> that mm-hmm. sounds really annoying. Mm-hmm. I also don't want it to feel like I'm going to have to hide what I'm going through right now. And it's going to be a balancing act because there's going to be some things I'm going to want to keep private for a while. And... I know you always respect that. You guys have always been super respectful of that. And there's going to be days I'm probably going to have really hard days today. Pretty hard day. So I don't know. I don't know why I'm struggling with this idea, mom. Why do you think it is that I'm struggling with like feeling like the mood of the podcast might shift a bit? Because I think that you are trained to be an entertainer and that even at this podcast level, which is certainly more genuinely you than the Kramer on the radio show, um, I think it's just what you're accustomed to doing and you feel a little uneasy doing something different. Yeah, it's a different type of, it's a different type of, it's and it's very real. It's very me. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing that I was talking to my coworker, uh, if you live in Maryland, I went to lunch with Gina Crash on Saturday, and she, we were talking about how, like our real lives versus like what we share on the radio, mm-hmm. and you know she really struggles with opening up with some harder things in her life, and mm-hmm. I don't really struggle with it. I just, I start to feel guilty. I really have no problem other than like this, a couple aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have no problem being, it's probably actually more of, of a curse than it is a blessing. <laughs> like, cause I could, I could sit down here and rattle off everything, you know, I really mm-hmm. could. Uh, but I just don't. But that's what you do with your therapist. 
Yeah. Not, not. Yo, I'm with, great in therapy, not by the way. With your I'm probably the ideal audience. therapy client because there is literally <laughs> nothing. Like, they, they, ain't, they ain't no questions unturned. There ain't no pride going into that. It's, it's never, it's always usually me feeling like a dummy by the end of it because it's the stuff I've done in the past. Like, it's just, it's good. It's good. But when I'm going through a hard time, it's like the only thing, like, I can usually do life content pretty easily. Mm hmm. Because I'm very, I know kind of how to do this, but I think when things get hard, I just struggle because my, I don't feel funny right now. I don't feel observational. I'm kind of in my head a lot, I'm sad. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's going to be a, I'm going to really try my best to do, to, to balance this. And I hope what's going to come out on the other end is going to be a super authentic, um, exploration of the soul hmm. and every day we won't talk about it we're not gonna you know i promise you we'll do more poop stories than we'll do soul stories mm -hmm. but i uh <laughs> i just want to know that i just want to at least it, it's all i can do it's all i can offer you right now unfortunately it's all this is all i can give you because this mm -hmm. is this is this is me right now so <laughs> i hope you'll come along for the journey you guys have always been the best of this i've never felt more supported but just know that there's also a sense of guilt because i don't want you to i never want this podcast to bog you down versus through emotion really what i want to do is like through emotion it actually opens you up more does that make sense mm -hmm. like yes. sharing the the human experience mm -hmm. it actually makes you look at your life possibly in a different way mm -hmm. Or opens up a part of you that maybe wasn't quite open before or whatever. Um, so that's just why I, I sat down today. I've actually been kind of dreading doing this episode because of that reason alone. So um, I just wanted to like kind of clear the air and say, try my best to balance this out. So on a more serious note today, mm -hmm. um, my mom sent me something. First off, my mom's coming to Maryland. Really excited mm -hmm. about this. Yes. You're coming on Sunday, which I know is like mm -hmm. super last minute, but I appreciate you squeezing it in. You know, we were having mm -hmm. the hardest time finding mm -hmm. time for you to come. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, being retired, you'd think I'd just pick up and go anytime. I know. I literally, mm -hmm. I, it's been it's been easier to, it's been harder to see you while you retire than it was when you were working. Uh, I know. You know, I mean, life goes on even when you're retired. And yeah. there are, you know, things I need to do and people I need to tend to and be with. And yeah, so it is a little complicated, but I'm excited to come and uh, spend a week with you and just yep. be with you and enjoy our time together. I think it'll be and, very soul uh, nurturing. Yeah, for both for, of us. Uh, for both of us, I think it'll be good. Yes. Um. So, uh, I'm excited about that. So next week we'll we'll still have shows. Mm -hmm. I would uh, it'd probably be better if I took a week off, but I can't. I promise you, I wouldn't <laughs> take any more time off. <laughs> so you just gonna get what you gonna get right now. <laughs> um. But I, you sent me something today that I found. Uh, I'm actually a little further than you are in it, but I found yeah. it really interesting. You explain what you sent me because I think this may be, again, talking about exploration of the soul stuff. Mm -hmm. um, this could be really beneficial to, if, if it's just beneficial to one person, then the, you know, the other, you know, 5,000 of you say, mm -hmm. not, that's not for me right now. Yes. Um, then that's okay. But I, it was a real, and I'm, I'm, I haven't digested it, but I've understood it. So explain what you sent me. Um, it's an app called Ritual. And um, on this particular uh, series, it's with Barbara Brown Taylor, 
Are you far from the mic, by the way? I'm sorry. I can get closer. Is that okay. better? <laughs> I don't know if you're being quiet or if you're far no. from the mic. No, no, no. It's, okay. um, it's, by, it's a series by Barbara Brown Taylor, who is an amazing priest in the Episcopal Church. She's a professor. She's a spiritual guide and has written amazing, amazing books, one of which is um, Learning to Walk in the Dark. And she's done a series on the treasures of darkness. And I think there are about a half dozen, um, maybe 14, 15 minute uh, audios about that. And, you know, her whole premise is that the darkness is really our friend. And that we can reimagine the darkness of our souls as a place that ultimately brings us to a brighter light within ourselves. And these are my words. Um, and that we don't need to be afraid of these dark times. Yeah. But we need to honor them for the messages that they are trying to send with us and to embrace the parts of us that they reveal. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was really, so I'm, I, it's, it's like 15 minute episodes and every episode is really, they're very slow paced because <laughs> it really gives you time to like, uh, it was, was kind of unsettling at first. Cause I was just kind of like, okay, just tell me the information. But then it's it kind of like breaks it down for like the little tasks that you should do within these 15 minute little vignettes or whatever you want to call them, little episodes. And it was very interesting about taking the perspective of the dark moments of your life and really not being scared of them. Mm -hmm. I think I was so scared of my last dark period. Mm -hmm. I mean, hell, y'all might say, which one was that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I even had to think, wait a minute, that wasn't mm -hmm. the last one. That was the time before that one. <laughs> I mean, COVID was a very dark time. That was a very hard time for me, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really talking about like through my divorce. Mm -hmm. The darkest of times. And that was that was real. That was a real real challenge. Mm -hmm. um, but listening to this, I'm I'm, only, I'm like five episodes in of maybe seven or eight, mm -hmm. and but listening to this is like really eye opening. Because there are so like like you have to go through darkness, and I, like, I know you know this, right? Uh, but it's kind of talking about basically how like every night it gets dark again, every mm -hmm. every day, you know, we we go through another dark period. And that's just kind of how life is. <laughs> is every you know every twenty four hours there's another period of the same thing that we did before, mm -hmm. and in those dark periods, you know, there's stars out, there's beautiful things that happen. There's beautiful things that come from it. And maybe instead of being like, oh shit, here it comes. That's how I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling mm -hmm. very, oh sh shit, here it comes. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe instead of that, it's more of a, this is a normal cycle that I've got to go through. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's going to be really, really good on the other side. Mm -hmm. And I think that once you go through one of these, I, I, we'll just call it Dark Nights of the Soul. Mm -hmm. And if That's you're like, why do you keep saying Dark Nights of the Soul? It's mm -hmm. uh, just this uh, expression for anytime you're basically going through shit. Mm -hmm. And 
it's really been good things, but instead of like, I don't know, it was a really nice reframing mm-hmm. of the idea versus the fear yes. of what's going to come with mm-hmm. this time period. And it's, oh, it's going to be hard and I know it's going to be hard and it's going to be a lot of, I've got a, I'm really having to face a lot of demons right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm like buckling up and I'm taking it seriously. If y'all, if y'all know me, and I know you do, I, nothing more than me getting OCD and crazy about things. Once I'm ready to commit to it, like I'm ready to like commit to it, right? Mm-hmm. So trust me, this weekend I've listened to about 70 podcasts. <laughs> uh, I've, I've talked to two or three different therapists. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, uh, I've downloaded an app to work on some stuff. Uh, I've really... I'm really like heading into this like head on. So anyway, if you mom, it was called what for those that if you're going through a dark time and if you're not now, you will, that's how it goes. I hope you'll remember this episode because it is going to be, I think vital pr- uh, change of mentality for you. Mm-hmm. So I don't, my, my phone's actually updating itself right now. So oh, I don't okay. have the, the it's, name it, of it. It's on an app called ritual. And it's uh, the treasures of darkness. Yep. Barbara so look Brown it up. Taylor. It's beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we will get to our um quote for today. Okay. Hopefully, it's nothing too heavy, but it might be. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's on the same theme. We're going to be on this theme for a while. It's from the the wonderful Sharon Salzberg. Healing begins with the open compassionate acknowledgement of these unpleasant aspects of our lives. And that's where you are. And and we all go through these phases, and we don't go through them just once or twice. I mean, on along our journey, life changes, and life throws different things at us at different times. And sometimes we're thrown into the darkness. But healing does start when we do acknowledge these this dark part of ourselves but embrace it with love and love and compassion for ourselves knowing that at the other end is always light it's always light what are some what are some dark nights of the soul for you that you can remember then how do you think that they benefited you because I can only honestly until until right now, um, I would say this is definitely what I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the job loss, yeah, I guess I, I think like all of that was just like one of them. I think I, I think it was just like one continuous five year, the drugs, the job loss, the divorce. I don't even know how to separate that time period mm-hmm. effectively. So I think that was just like one and the same. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really like the first time I can remember having like. A true, I mean, the sad stuff has happened, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I've really had like a soul crushing other moments that have really like taken me down to my knees, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, certainly for me in my earlier years, um, the deaths in my family were always yeah. times of darkness for me. As I grew older and had a different, um, understanding and honestly appreciation of death that became easier for me but 
those were dark times, especially, you know, when my mother and my father and my brother died because I was so young. Right. Um, and my sister-in-law has just recently died. And, you know, it's interesting now how I see death not as darkness, but as going into the light for those sweet souls. Yeah. Um, and then there were times in my marriage, you know, that were dark. You know, we separated for a while and had to really work through some really hard stuff and look at ourselves and what we truly brought to the relationship. And I had to come to terms with the fact that it's not all his fault that there were things about me that needed to change and that I needed to work on. Um, and then during the, the process of ordination, you know, I was almost denied by a therapist that... That means, that, by the way, that means becoming a preacher for those that don't yeah, know. Yes. Um, by a therapist that fortunately misdiagnosed me and I, and I knew it. Yeah. But I had to go through a lot to prove it. And that was a very dark time for me because I almost gave up on the entire process. So how do you think you became stronger from that? Oh, because I, because I learned that when you know the truth, you do not keep quiet. You keep talking about it until people acknowledge the truth. Mm-hmm. Um. And that was so helpful to me. That's been such a helpful, helpful time for me in my entire life. Because now, if I know that something is wrong, I'm not quiet about it. But I I speak up bravely. Mm -hmm. Um, Because now you know how important that is. I know how important that is. So those are just some of the times. I'm hoping that tomorrow's episode will be a little brighter. Yeah. Um, it is cold in Maryland. It is rainy. It is yeah. cloudy all day. Same in Georgia. The church was closed. Like, how's a church closed? <laughs> I'm not real sure. So bizarre, right? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, how is how is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, they, they apparently, so I went to this church, and uh, it's this little spiritual group, I guess, more than anything. And um, their website was very confusing because it was like, as of uh, as of whatever, like May. 2020, uh, 2020, like we're, or I guess March 2020, we are no longer doing in-person things. But I'm like, that's that's a long ass time ago. I thought y'all be back in back in real life, mm-hmm. but uh, they apparently were not back yet. <laughs> so <laughs> I drove about 30 minutes up north to Towson, and then I got oh. to the door and like rattle, 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 rattle. Nope. Okay, I'll just uh, come on back and watch it on YouTube. So wow. Today's podcast is brought to you by AG1. AG1 is great. Something that my mom and I have been drinking every day now for, gosh, I don't know, forever. Uh, months and months and months. And Long time. Feels so much better when I drink this. Um, mm. I started taking it because I was having some gut issues. And I, I don't think I can go back now. I don't think I can not drink this stuff anymore. It's a daily powder that you put in some water. Super easy. And what you're getting in that is 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, and you're also getting um, – oh, wait. I already said adaptogens. You're getting a lot of adaptogens apparently uh, <laughs> to help start your day out right. Mm-hmm. So it works on things like your, your gut health, your nervous system, your immunity, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all the good things. And uh, it's super easy. I, could, I took it in Mexico with the travel packs. It just, it's easy to take 
once you get into the habit. And after 30 days, I know you're going to feel really good. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and to pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. That's called AG1. Uh, today's podcast also brought to you by, um, this is our friends over at uh, Apostrophe. Yeah. Apostrophe is great because once you started to get older, you may, you're, you're, it's just different. Like remember when you were a kid and like you could just go to the store and buy clean and clear by Johnson and Johnson. And like that would solve every single one of your skin issues. It didn't matter what it was. It didn't matter what it was. It was like the go-to. You, you had a pimple gone. You had rosacea gone. You had a, uh, you had wart gone. <laughs> like, but mm-hmm. now it's, it's like, it's more difficult as you get older and taking care of your skin is, is you know, I know a priority for all of us as you're getting, it's weird, right? I didn't give a shit about my skin just a few years ago. Uh, but now I do. And apostrophe is great because it really is, they, they know how to take care of it. It's like acne treatment for your unique skin. It's an online platform that connects you with an, an expert dermatology team to start working through some of this stuff. And you can get access to oral or topical medications uh, that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear your acne skin so all you gotta do is fill out a consultation and your skin goals and your medical history and then just snap a few selfies and um then a board certified dermatologist is going to create your initial customized treatment and apostrophe offers a prescription treatments uh, for all kind of acne it doesn't matter what you're dealing with if it's hormonal acne or because sometimes you don't even know you had that before you wake up and you're like, where did this come from like, this is this is new. Some of you, you started getting acne in your 30s and 40s and 50s, and you're like, where did this start? Facial acne or back or chest or, or butt acne. There's always a reason behind why you're breaking out like this, and they help you find it. So uh, I I really enjoyed looking at the texture of my skin and improving on that. And so that's been been really great to uh, to work with these guys. And to get your first visit for only $5, go to apostrophe.com slash Kramer. And use our code Kramer. That's a savings of fifteen dollars. It's five bucks, y'all. Why would you not look into this for five dollars? It's probably way less than your copay to go to the dermatologist. Uh, this code is available for just you, just listeners of the podcast. And to get started, just go to apostrophe.com/slash/Kramer and click Get Started, and then use our coupon code Kramer at sign up, and you'll get your first visit for only five dollars. And thank you to Apostrophe for sponsoring this episode. All right, certified fans. So I think we've. Uh, We've uncovered that when I spin the wheel of certified fans, apparently it like messes with the volume. So right. I don't know what that's about, but <laughs> I apologize. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like stuck. Is a, do we not spin the wheel anymore? Because I'm not also trying to like make the podcast sound jankier than it has to. <laughs> um, but I'm going to spin the wheel today. Let's see if this happens. Anyway, uh, we are... This is our shout out time for certified fans. These are people that contribute $6 a month to our show. This show means something to you. Man, we haven't had one certified fan this whole... You want to talk about... <laughs> January has just been a hell of a fucking month. This, this is year just, is not starting off the greatest, been, is it? Just, yeah, I don't, we, need, there's to, just like we nothing, need to go back to New Year's Eve and start over. Nothing is clicking right, man. Like I just not, I can't get any aspect of my life to like feel right right now. Uh, but if you want to support our show, that'd be awesome. You can text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. You'll see all the extra content and perks that you get, including something I think that's going to be really cool in the near future um, that I hope that you'll enjoy. Uh, yeah. So let me spin the wheel. And can you hear that or no? Is that in my headphones? That is in my headphones. I don't yeah, hear, headphones. I don't hear Will. Okay. But I hear you. <laughs> uh, well, let me my headphones. Okay. The certified fan number of the day is number 45. 
Oh, way back. So today we say hello to uh, 45 left. So we'll go one <laughs> up. It's Michelle P. Hi, Michelle. Okay. This is Michelle hey. from San Diego. What's up, Michelle? Uh, Michelle's been with us now for since the uh, the fourth, literally the second day we started this. Wow. Uh, awesome. Michelle, Michelle joined us, and that's a very long time to support mm-hmm. a podcast. And so know that that does not go underappreciated or unnoticed. And we are very thankful for you. Let's give Michelle P a whoop, whoop, mom. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop to Michelle P from California. And if you want to support us, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Text fans to 888-Kramer8. It'd be a massive support. So thank you for that. All right, mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Uh, before we start Mental Health Monday, I just want to say that I am so thankful for this next guest. She's our weekly guest. Uh, she truly has become a friend, and she has been there for me this last week um, when I was kind of going through shit. And so I just just know that Leah, whenever you support Leah with listening, you know, to this podcast, going to follow her on social, picking her up as a um, a therapist or maybe grabbing her book that it's all you're helping a good person a good human being we like to support good humans so just know leah is definitely one of those uh we call this middle health monday this is uh just a, a weekly segment we do that we break down anything you might talk about in therapy with leah who is leah geary who is a therapist out of san diego so leah is really excited for today's topic and i gotta be honest with you the subject matter alone doesn't bring out um huge uh, you're, not, you're not interested. It's not that I'm not interested. I'm just not. Um, I, I'm not sure what to expect right now. And the topic of today's show is reframing. And listen, hey, you know me. This is all I care about right now is my mental health. So if this can help me and anyone else, like just throw it at us, Leah. Why? Yeah. What is reframing? So reframing is a cognitive behavioral therapy technique where you're like, you look at a thought that's intrusive and negative or unhelpful and you work to reframe it or, or shift it. So it's more adaptive or helpful or at least less painful. Right. So for example, um, so say for example, to use this, right. Say you, you get let go from your job, right? Like they're doing cuts, you get let go, which a lot of people are experienced. What? I know it well. You know it well. You do, actually. So this is a good... So you think of that, right? Like that, it's that experience, which is really painful. It's often a shock. It's scary. There's a lot of unknowns, right? It's really difficult. And, you know, one person might think or... Well, well, well tell me, like, how, what did you think when you were like, oh, like, what was the uh, initial thought or belief? Well, I mean, you know the full story. So. I do. I do. But I mean, like... So, it was but, a well, mind fuck. I mean, it's nothing less than a mind fuck. It was just so... It was every every emotion possible, except for happy, came to the table. Um, it was just very scary. It was very uh, anxiety-inducing. It was... So tell me, what are some of the anxious thoughts you had? Uh, how am I going to pay for stuff? Am I going to have to move? I felt like my life was kind of just starting to get back on track. So I was kind of feeling like the, the loss of that. Um, I felt, um, under, under, uh, I don't want to say underappreciated, but like under talented. I mean, I don't know. What's, what's the word? Like just, like I, undervalued? Dispo- I felt disposable, right? Okay. I felt disposable. Uh, I felt very angry. I felt very, uh, questioning why, uh, how could, how could they, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's just to name a few. <laughs> so, 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 hey, let's go with the, this is, this is, will be just a, it's like a, a good example. So if you look at like the I'm disposable, right? Like just that belief that's irrational and it's negative, but it came up right in that sure. state of crisis. So it's, I'm, I'm disposable. That was one of the, the negative thoughts or intrusive thoughts that you were having. And so if we were to work together and like, especially, you know, years after this, this occurrence and this new phase of your life, I would work like we would work on redefining that. Like, so instead of I'm disposable, I needed a new environment. I needed to leave this toxic work environment. I needed space from that radio station. I like that job wasn't serving me as I had hoped it would. Right. So the reframe is, is not even being like positive, but it's finding a way to change or find meaning in from that experience. And it's th- not that you have to be like, that was the best thing to ever happen to me, but it could be like, no, that needed to happen for me to get out of that toxic work environment. Right. Uh, would you compare this? Would you compare this though to like the toxic positivity kind of stuff? Cause it's almost coming off as like, everything's always good, which I mean, you can always argue everything is always good, but no, no, this is just an example. And I do think there's some, especially in, in the moment in that you probably don't see it that way. And I'm not saying in the moment. Yeah. Like- I was going to say that too. So like, I know in, like, like now I can look back in hindsight, you know, three God, it's actually three years. Here, let me talk about healing really quick. The day out already passed. I don't even re- remember it was a day anymore. So that was good. It was on January 15th. Actually, that's really good. That makes me feel really positive, actually. That yeah. shows me it only takes about three years for me to get over shit. Oh, God. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think now I can look back and see all that. But, you know, it, so I, even this time, even this time a year ago, I don't think we could have. I, mean, I was still pretty riled up okay. on it. Well, this is so right. So I think it, it depends on like where you're at in your in your healing process. But I do think too, if say you were my client and it'd been a few months, and I'm like, okay, like, are there any? I would look. Are there any possible ways? Other possible ways we can look at this situation? Are there any alternative perspectives we can take? Even if you don't believe it completely, is there any other approach or reframe to the belief I'm disposable? And it could be, yeah. I mean, it could be. I'm out of a situation that was making me miserable or I'm out of, I'm out of a situation that was causing me a lot of anxiety. Um, but a, an, another good, and just cause I work with a lot of younger women um, that are dating when something doesn't work out, there's a belief of like, I was rejected. Right. Or right. I'm not good enough. And a lot of the work that we do, I mean, looking at past trauma and earlier experiences, but also looking at, that belief system and that way of thinking, because I don't know about you, but like, I wouldn't want to be with someone who didn't want to be with me. Like, and I know that that I've gotten to like, you know, took me a lot of work to get to that place on my own. But in general, I think if we're okay, this person wasn't meant to be in my life or this person didn't understand me and it wasn't a good fit versus I was rejected or I'm not good enough. Does that make sense? It does. Do you, I guess, you know, I don't think that's, I don't think that's necessarily toxic positivity. I think it is a shift. And if you have even part of you that believes that thought or new belief, it's just repeating it to yourself. Part, Part of cognitive behavioral therapy too, is really practicing these alternative ways of thinking and trying these different 
techniques like reframing your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I no, I, I like it. I like no, I, I do. I really do. And I mean, obviously, that's a lot. You'll do when you work with therapists; they're able to like have a different perspective of it. I guess my question is now that I'm looking at this from like an analytical point of view versus like a personal point of view is like where, I guess one, what is like, I, like what does that do for you? And then number two is as the person that's always like, it just takes me a long time to get over shit. It just does. Yeah. Um, well, and you and I have talked, I think there's deeper rooted stuff that needs to be addressed. And I think cognitive behavioral therapy has its limits. Right. And it doesn't work for every situation and it's not going to work for every person. But there are situations that we can just to cope day to day between working through our trauma, use these techniques, things like there are things we can do on a daily basis just to reduce the sadness, reduce the anxiety. Uh, so that's not supposed to be the fix. No, I don't think it's going to, because, because after thinking about it, after you're broken up with, like, it's never going to feel great. Like, even if you're like, even if you see it, like, okay, big picture that wasn't healthy for me or that wasn't a good relationship or it's going to be hard. So I think the reframe just helps in giving us a little bit of space perspective. It's the idea. Like, I think we just, in those moments, we spiral, we just go down the, all the, what ifs, all the, I did, you know, all the negative self-talk that it's so important for us to really just shift. Mm hmm especially to have just some relief. It's what right. I mean. And I, again, like I don't, I, and I talk to people about this too, cause I, I used to be all cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, like that's the best way, but I learned through even CBT, my own. by the way, for those who don't know, it's like just CBT. basically retraining your thoughts. Yeah. And so you said what happens, like, so with CBT, the whole idea is your thoughts, you know, impact how you feel and how you act and same thing, your behaviors impact how you think and how you feel. So if we're thinking I'm, you know, I'm not good enough after a breakup. That's going to make us feel shame. It's going to make us feel sad. It's going to make us feel maybe like angry at ourselves, whatever. Right. And that might, that might make us lash out at other people. It might make us interact with other people's in a way that's not helpful for, for, you know, our long, you know, other relationships in our lives. Right. So like, say you're, you have, you come from a place that's, I, I am rejected or I wasn't good enough. And then you're interacting with a friend and you, you have this lens you might be self-fulfilling, right? Right. Then you might interact with them in a way that's like you're irritable. I, I am this, I, right? Right. Right. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, I like it. I think it's a good tool. I think that uh, Lee is an ex- excellent. Honestly, Lee and I had a, a pretty uh, pretty intensive talk the other day, and I got more from you, I think, than I get from a lot of my therapy. So. That was- the best compliment I've ever gotten. I mean that. I mean, I've worked obviously Thank with a lot you. of therapists and I think that I, and I honestly wasn't sure when I, when we talked, I was like, man, I don't, we, we never really talked in like a therapy sense, well, like as heavy as it was. Cause you were like, I think there was, I think as a friend, I'm not going to be a therapist, but I mean, I think I have a lot of skills that I can give to all my friends, which is kind of great. Granted, we're all a lot, most of my friends are therapists. So we, we, <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing but, to really talk about. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I think we just, you need, all, a, we you, all... need a, you need a mess like me to come around. I should, I should call all your friends. They'd love me. I'm sure. <laughs> oh my God. But it's just, it's funny. Cause I think it's like something that's so natural that I don't always realize not everyone has that capacity. To no, think we don't. This way. That's why Leah's so great. And if you don't follow her and everything, you need to go add her to your social media. Cause she's really, she's great. And she's got books and she's got eBooks and she's got just 
goodness just uh, for everything. So how do we get in touch with you, good, Leah? I have good memes that I've been creating. You do, I, I would say. It's great content. It. Great content. You can follow me on Instagram at Her True Empowerment, where I link my website, my blogs on Psychology Today, and all, all the all the things. So check it out. If anyone knows how to have bad habits, it is myself, okay? Uh, I'm one of the most addictive personalities types ever. If I like something, I just want a million percent of it, right? So I want to introduce you to our new sponsor. It's called FUM. FUM is on a mission to accelerate humanity's breakup from bad habits that consume far too many of us. So FUM is this natural diffusive device that uses plants and then behavioral science to help you trade out your negative habits for a positive one. It's not a vape. It's this non-electronic device that's designed to transform your negative habits. Think of it that way, right? So instead of pods that are filled with these harmful chemicals like a vape, FUM actually uses cores, uh, which, which are infused with plants like peppermints and cinnamon, a delicious natural flavor. So it's actually not bad for you. See how that works? Uh, I think if, this, if you have you know problems that with uh, with, with kicking habits – like this, this can be the start. This can be the start for you. And the easiest way to kick a bad habit is to switch to a positive one. And FUM is designed to perfectly do just that. With FUM's goal is to really to make it, you know, switching easy and even enjoyable. They have thousands of five-star reviews from people just like you who have successfully switched when other solutions just haven't worked. So head over to try FUM and use our code Kramer and save 10% off when you get the Journey Pack today. The Journey Pack is going to come with three unique flavors and this the, two, the version two as well, the FUM, that also helps you kick your positive habits. It's 10% off the Journey Pack. Uh, go check out the website, seriously. If you're trying to kick some bad habits, I think that you could really um, take a look at FUM and see if this is going to be right for you. It's tryfum, tryfum.com, and use the code Kramer to save an additional 10% off your order today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, there we go. Monday's down. Thank you so much for being a part of Certified Mama's Boy for today. Really appreciate you. And we will do another episode with a new Ask My Mom tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.